Hello, 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 everyone. Uh, welcome back to the MIC Drop, the podcast that chats about Made in Chelsea. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Hey, que pasa? Me llamo Jamie Magotta, like That's hello. My name is Jamie. I like cheese in Spanish. Did you know that? Mm, I do know that because you've told me about 500 times. <laughs> Joining me today is my Buenos Aires compadre, Alex Mitten. Hey, mini mit, 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 mit. Buenos dias. Let's see if you can go deeper. Ready? You, you, so you do your first one. Buenos noches. Buenos noches. Buenos noches. Buenos noches. Mine's deeper. No, I think I, I won that one. Okay, let's just try and just, I'll, I'll start here. So, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> How do you get that low? Do you know what Buenos Aires means? Uh, Buenos means good day. Buenos Aires means fair winds. Does it mean fair winds? So, not like your farts. Because <laughs> they ain't fair. Do you know, I went to, like you, we both went traveling in Buenos Aires when we were about 18 years old, didn't we? We 19. did. We did. Yeah. What, so what was different about A decade ago It was, it was a decade ago When I went when I was 19 years old I stayed in a place called Palermo Veri y Acevedo, Palermo Sorry, what? Veri y Acevedo, Palermo I think if you get into a taxi They might not have a clue where you are <laughs> <laughs> Right, Millie, come on It's almost Christmas Yeah uh, Are you a Christmas? Are you excited about it? Well, I mean You could probably If you could see see me right now You could notice I'm pretty tired it's uh, it's no easy feat having to uh, collect all the Christmas presents and uh, and dish them out every year to to the globe. So <laughs> I thought that was Harry Barron. I thought Harry Barron was Santa Claus. Uh, we we sort of tag team it. What do you? What kind of gifts do you uh, do? You like getting gifts, or do you, do you like giving gifts? Of course, I, I love gifts. I tell you, it, was, it can be quite awkward though. <clears throat> Why? If uh, it's very noticeable, it's something you don't want. <laughs> I remember. I remember once is uh, my my grandmother. I was quite young in my defence. She gave me so she gave me a book. She'd given me a book every year, and every year I'd gone, "Grand, thanks so much." I, you know, I don't really like reading books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did it again. What what, what kind and, of book was it? And I I lost my mind. <laughs> well, in the book, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and I never looked back. Uh, I love novels. No, I threw the book on the floor and immediately realised I had messed up. I was like, "Oh God!" My grandmother went. Yeah, I was you like, know, you un- why I oughta? Why two-timing double-crossing? Uh, right, okay, here we go. Let's get down to business, people. Now, we flew away for a bit of sun in Buenos Aires. Now, it wasn't my first time there, as I said. I, I love the city. Mm. I, I think it's incredible. It's kind of fun. It's epic. It's, it's mysterious. It's open. It's urban. It reminded it's- me of a tropical New York. Yeah? With more Spanish-speaking people. It reminded me, if you, it reminded, it's, it's like, I tell you what it's like. It's like a very hot, funky Shoreditch. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you like most about Buenos Aires? I loved the little scooters that you could, these little, so basically out there, you've got this app, you go up to any scooter that's just parked anywhere on the street, tap it on, tap it on your phone. Next thing you know, you're gliding down the the road at 20 kilometers an hour the problem was is that they in uh, buenos aires they have cobbled streets and when we were on these little scooters and you couldn't get onto your little scooter used to go onto these little cobble bits and that's exactly right and it looked like if, <laughs> if i was james, behind you jamie's dentures fell out one time <laughs> we have to address the big point which is the issue between myself <laughs> they all just skip this bit <laughs> yeah they're just gonna fast forward More bullshit this is the issue between me and habs now she was upset because she found messages on my phone so mm. let me explain what happened there now, uh, I lent Sophie one of my old phones, mm. and uh, she 
used it, all those kind of things. And it was also <laughs> logged onto my social media because I thought, you know, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Sophie, when she was Alan Brenner's series and I wasn't there, she read a message that I had sent to someone mm. via Instagram. Now, the message was true. It did say, hey, are you a Manchester? Uh, and all these different things. I said to this girl, I did say, uh, are you a Manchester? She said, no. I said, oh, I am. It was the middle of the day. It wasn't the middle of the night. Uh, there was nothing flirty. There was nothing suggestive. There was nothing um, put forward in it at all. And we had a conversation. She's a person I know. Mm. Um and then when Sophie explained about all these fire emojis and things like that, messages, the messages, they were all to friends. Friends who are, who are girls, I mean, and not some random you know, girls. What, what is a fire emoji between friends, man? Well, this, is, this is what I don't get. This is what we have to discuss, right? I don't understand. If you, if, you, if you send a whatever to a person of the opposite sex, then it has to be a negative connotation. But it does, it's not. It's not negative. I mean, look at my phone. It's clean. But you know what I mean? Like, this is what I don't get. I find that unfair that that's what happens in life, that if a guy or a girl messages someone of the opposite sex, it has to be for for bad reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, the aubergines you sent, you probably shouldn't have. Didn't send any aubergines. <laughs> no aubergines. You were packing on the aubergines, buddy. There was nothing. And so that was kind of what was unfair, I think. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about it? It's all about what the intention was and I guess I guess you're, you're the one that knows that really at the end of the day because you're the one that had the intention or not had the intention do you know what I mean but so I guess we'll never know but it's just frustrating right mm. but it's frustrating for us as well it's not frustrating for you it is why is it frustrating because for you because I had to deal with all your shit again I have <laughs> some girl crying and you storming I mean, around I shouting just, at me I gonna stick by it didn't it wasn't what people perceived it as I didn't say anything and it wasn't flirty I wasn't anything at all I just said are you a Manchester because I was driving to Manchester and I know the person if you can hear that noise uh, that's Jamie's cleaners cleaning up all his bullshit <laughs> They've got a huge truck outside. <laughs> um, Liv was so against me. Mm. Uh, why do you think she felt so strongly? Um, I think obviously Habs is a friend of hers. She's obviously going through her own stuff as well. Emotions were like heightened. You weren't there. You were, the, you know, you're being painted as the bad guy. I think it was easy for her to... Well, it's, it's weird because in actual real life you would sort of look like that as well, but <laughs> hire a better lawyer next time. Oh, God. He, I was the best lawyer. <laughs> So it's so frustrating. And now Habs also said to me she had zero trust uh, mm. and she felt that we wouldn't work. Let's talk about trust in a relationship. Now, mm. do you think it spells the end of a relationship if, if there is no trust? It's pretty hard to continue. It just it makes life very difficult. Why is trust so important in a relationship, do you think? Well, you know, at the end of the day, if you're with someone, it should be a positive in your life and they should be... They should be making you happy and they should be making you feel good. And if you don't trust them, then you're not really friends, are you? Because you're supposed to trust your friends. That's totally true. And you just you don't know what they're up to. You want to yeah. be you just want to be on a level playing field. Because mm -hmm. that's what you want to be on with your partner. Then we had another sheriff in town, didn't we? Uh, what the old ex? Ah, uh, the old ex came in. Harvey. Oh, you were so friendly. Oh, hey, buddy. Hey. I'm surprised you didn't kiss him. Seemed like a nice guy. I didn't. I'm surprised you didn't kiss with him. With you out of town. What? The new hunky ex that's, turns up with his glasses on. That's how fickle you are. You hey. look, oh, look, I, I, you're that type of person. Hey. You tell like an apple you love an apple, then you go and eat an orange straight away. You're uh, that person. I, first of all, I was on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit of a romance. Uh, yeah. So you can't just have a holiday romance. It's unfair. Yeah. You can't do that to me. 
When my back is turned, do you know, I, when I, it's true. When I was in London, I kept going, ah, yeah, what is that? It was the daggers you were throwing in my back. That's what it and was. it wasn't just the fact that you're incredibly old <laughs> and it was a bad back. Harvey, <laughs> Harvey, Harvey, Harvey. Well, God. at least it was me saying that and not abs. That would have been... Okay, when you met Harvey for the first time, mm. what did you think of him? I thought he seemed like a nice guy. He's very calm and collected. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, someone in that position could have maybe been a bit more agitated, a bit more angry, considering... Because it's quite a hard thing, right? His, obviously... His, so you think he's quite calm? I think he, I think he was quite calm in that, in that situation. It's quite a hard place to be. You love him. Jesus. One, two, three. Who's the better man, me or him? Oof. I mean, what do you mean? Oof. From from only having known him for the first like <laughs> ten minutes, immediately I could tell he's a better man than you. <laughs> uh, right on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to a quick break, but we'll be coming back. We'll be chatting all about dancing, creepy pillows, and solving your problems. Oh my god, tune in! Ha! See you in a second. Welcome back, everybody, to the MIC Drop Buenos Aires. Wow. There you go. <clears throat> you are listening to the smooth voice of me, Jamie Lang, and joining me in my home today uh, is Mr. Mitten. Hello, Alex. The dulcet tones of Alex Mitten. Uh, you've got quite a good radio voice, is what I've worked out. Well, I'm actually thinking of releasing a series of uh, soothing books, audio books for the night time. Uh, if you had to explain Buenos Aires in a sentence, do it. Smooth it into me. Go. Oh, baby. <laughs> Those cobbled streets. <laughs> oh, how my scooter did shake me. <laughs> <laughs> right, we need to talk about tango lessons. Ah, I didn't, do you know what? I didn't tango whilst I was there, but I saw a lot of people doing the tango. What is the tango? The problem is it takes two to tango and I got no friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> What is the tango, though? Tango is a, uh, is a type of dance. It's... Mm-hmm. Um, it I, I believe was uh, was um, conjured up in South America. <laughs> I believe you believe. I believe so. Yeah. Now Maeve mentioned that she had learned samba with Mars, but wanted to tango with James. Now they say you can tell if someone is good in bed by the way they dance. Yeah. So I think fourteen million people saw how bad in bed I was. Um, so do you reckon <laughs> you were so bad that your your foot broke? Yeah, I was so bad at dancing that my foot snapped. <laughs> That's how good at in bed I am. Uh, it's hard though, it's true. Dancing what? is like it's like being in bed. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty good dancer. Are you a pretty good dancer? Yeah, oh, you should see me. You're quite a quick dancer, if anything. Well, you know what? I, I can fit a lot in in, uh, in a short space of time. But you're, I, if I was going to describe your dancing technique, it would be aggressive and quick. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I'm all about the finale. I like a, you know, a good celebration at the end of a, a good move. <laughs> what would you describe my dancing technique as? A, a lot of shuffling. Uh-huh. A lot of shuffling. A lot of apologizing. Yeah. Um, a lot and, of apologizing. Yeah, yeah. And, and not much uh, calling them back after the dance you're one you're, you're just you're, you're a selfish dancer you like to dance alone I, I, I've caught you dancing alone in your bedroom I've caught you dancing alone in the bathroom I've caught you dancing alone Dude, looking at you, Harvey's picture well you say alone sometimes I like to draw a crowd <laughs> you don't like yeah you. yeah I like to I like to fill a room and just show everyone what I've got <laughs> uh, right also Sam mentioned that he has a pillow of Zara's face on it now how would you feel if your partner slept on your giant printed face. I mean, it's it's kind of cute. Kind or, or, or is it creepy? 
I don't know. I couldn't work it out. It, was it was it like here's a pillow to remind you, but also any potential other women that come back that <laughs> I am your girlfriend. I I think I think it's quite. I think it's like a little reminder, it's a little shrine. Well, you should hope you don't need one. Yeah, I don't need one. You you do though. You might. No, I don't need one. So you, you go to yours and you've literally the whole array. You've got like nineteen <laughs> cushions. If you go into my room, all of my exes. Are <laughs> if you go into my room, it's just the whole wallpaper is just Habs. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> How do you feel about making your partner your phone background cute or creepy? I I like it. I mean, I've got um, my girlfriend on the background of mine, and if you look at the picture, it's you've had that one for a while. Obviously, her looking. Really good. It's a picture of Amit's girlfriend, Georgina, and she's pulling a very bizarre face and it's zoomed in. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite cute though, right? Yeah, you know. I also think people who post pics of of their dates, mm. right? We've got to talk about that because there are some captions like, another night with this one. Mm. Or, you know, oh, the, the love of my life. Is that creepy or is that normal? What do you think? Um, I mean... A celebration of love is good, but it's a bit lame, isn't it? I'm, I'm the, I'm the big one where I, I, I post pictures. Your, of your captions are epic. No, they weren't. Look, I might get really, really I, good. I, the last post, the last post I, I put of my girlfriend Habs, um, was I said she's unhappy because she can't match with anyone on Tinder. <laughs> God, do you have a think tank that come up with these? Things? I just, I do, I, I do, I browse what I'm going to put on my Instagram, and then sort of have a little. Have a little play around with those yeah. guys. Yeah, I, I love the way you manipulate words. What about p- people who post pics of the gifts they got? So, like, they oh. post pic and they post under the caption, like, saying, like, boy done good or girl done good. Is that creepy or Chris- is that kind With of- Christmas coming up, yeah. you're going to have your Michael Kors watches <laughs> and boy done good. I've had enough of it. I don't get the one. What about the one where people post a picture of themselves and goes, uh, I look, do I look cute? May delete later. <laughs> have you seen those ones? Yeah. What is and that? What's so funny is that when you do that, you never look cute. I always look cute. <laughs> I actually look at myself and go, God, you look... How many, how many times have you put a photo up and gone, oh, God, I'm going to get rid of that? <laughs> I put up... No, I, 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 the problem is I put up some photos and go, God, I've got to get rid of that because it's too damn good. Just attracting too much heat. <laughs> too many fire emojis under this one. <laughs> okay, Alex, uh, you and Sam discussed who would survive in the Wild West. Mm. Now, which one of you... Now, which one of us would win in a high noon duel? High noon. High noon. Uh, between us two. Yeah. Oh, mate, me. Have you seen my reactions? Okay. Well, let's... wow. Whoa. That, that we should do me. a draw. We should do a draw against each other. So there's so ready. So I'm gonna go three, two, one, and we have to draw. It's gonna be a bit crap for the listeners ready? at home. No, it's not because we're gonna set three, two. Oh, oh, got you. That's typical he's, you. He's That's dead. typical you. I went on one. No, you didn't. I didn't even get to one. You shot me before. You you lose because you're gonna the one with guilt for the rest of your life. Yeah, but you'd be dead. Yeah, but you would. You would I'm have. Going, I'm going to dance on your grave, boy. Who <laughs> would? Hey, guys. Okay, uh, now I have some questions for here that you sent in. So thank you so much. That some life problems for us to solve. So here we go. Make you ready for this? I'm so ready. We got one from Izzy, uh, mm. who says, "How do I cope with exam pressure?" Hi, Izzy. Um, I hope you're listening. And that if you was are, great. How you list? How you mentioned the listener? Well done. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning from the pro. Uh, Izzy, I just want you to to take a deep breath, sit down, relax. Um, don't let that pressure get to you. You just got to realize that exams aren't everything. Um, and I think the fact that you've even you've even sent a message in shows you're quite a proactive girl. So I think you are going to smash your exams. And even if you don't, it's not a problem. I mean, look at Jamie. <laughs> Terrible at school. And he's a very successful businessman now. I was doing my AS levels, which is, um, actually they don't do them anymore, but it was the exams before the A level. And I had to do Jane Eyre. 
and I read the paper once, didn't know mm. any of the questions, reread all the exam questions again, didn't know them again, and got prepared to faint. I was going to faint off my chair. In the typical of, Jamie. What do you mean typical? Coming up with a lie. No, do you know what that, do you know what that tells me? The innovative. Yeah. He's innovative. Yeah. Okay, we got one from Sam. Uh, no, Samantha, who says, why, what should any of us have achieved by the age of 50? Hello, Samantha. Uh, well, I should probably hand this one over to Jay because he's not far off. So, Jay. Uh, I think the biggest tip that you can do is just live life and have a purpose. Don't live it quite as much as Jay has. Uh... <laughs> but have a purpose. Do Listen, this is not a dress rehearsal. Go out there and achieve whatever you want to achieve and really go for it. You don't want to be in your rocking chair in 40 years' time looking back and going, shit, I wish I... Don't live with regrets. Go for it. Pursue your dreams. Totally. I actually think that. Do you not think so? Yeah, and you've, you've achieved what you dreamt of. Okay, I hope we help you uh, a little bit. And now please keep us updated on how you're getting on. We want to hear all of your questions, so please DM us, tweet us, uh, write to us, pigeon us, do anything you can to get in touch because we want to read them out on the podcast. Uh, now, a preview from next week's episode of Made in Chelsea Buenos Aires. Liv has an awkward confession to make to Habs about her ex, Harvey. <gasps> Obviously, you saw me and Harvey hang out last night. And I, yeah, kissed him. What actually happened? He, I kissed him when he stayed in my bed. Did you have sex? No. I just, I just don't really know what to say about it. There's probably no point in me standing here saying, no, that's really not that cool, I'd never do that to you, because you know that. I don't really know what else I can say. So, everyone, Liv and Harvey get together. Dun, dun, dun. I know, I was actually in the next door room. I was trying to sleep and... You could hear it. Cool. Cool. That guy plays the bongos, I tell you. <laughs> Find out how that happened and what the fallout is on Monday night, 9pm on E4. Do not miss it. Trust me, everyone, this series of Men in Chelsea Buenos series is unbelievable. I think it's the best away series we've ever filmed. Yeah, it's great. Anyone's ever filmed. Now that's all we have time for this week. <gasps> Sorry, uh, uh, this has been the MIC Drop Buenos Aires. Thank you, Mr. Midden. Uh, before you. you go, do you want to say something cool to the audience, to the yeah. listeners, to the people? Um, if you don't get what you wanted this Christmas, I'm sorry. I can't can't physically cater for everyone, but. Um have a great one. <laughs> uh, we'd also need your help to spread the word, so please share this podcast with a few friends, anyone at all, with your mum, with your dad. With give, your it, give it as a gift for Christmas. Yeah, go and download if it you're on a, their phone. If you're a real cheapskate, give this as a gift for Christmas. <laughs> Trust me, everyone you give it to will enjoy it. Please do go and rate us, write a, us a quick review wherever you found us. Uh, please do all of the things. Follow us on Instagram, um, at Made in Chelsea. But also to you and thank you for watching Buenos Aires Argentina adios amigos adios this has been the Monkey Kingdom an Acast production <laughs> <laughs>